0: Hi I'm Adam and I'm Rob and welcome to our first ever podcast
1: yeah first one Uh, we just recorded a radio show for North Hearts FM
0: yeah what's it called
1: the screen bucket with Adam and Rob
0: Uh, absolutely so this is the screen bucket podcast this is going to be the best bits the choice cuts of our show Uh, ordinarily we'd have uh, selected music from film and tv soundtracks video games sometimes maybe Um, obviously we can't put them on the podcast so this will just be the nonsense chatty bits that we, we do so well, maybe. Rob, what have we got to look forward to this podcast?
1: Well, we had a little look into the Purge movies and we looked into a TV series you're very much enjoying at the moment, Community. And we had an in-depth look at the cult classic Clerks, uh, Kevin Smith fame. And following that, we also improvised our own high-octane action thriller.
0: Mm. Yeah. Two men, a car, and some... Very rude uh, ba- uh, manners. Yes. Bad manners. I was going to say banter. It's horrible,
1: isn't it? You can show banter, mate. Uh, you can show banter on the podcast. Nah, I don't like banter, nah, mate. You can show banter,
0: mate. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly, I'm maybe... Do kind of put Rob off community, and I've got to say, I've I've since watched the rest of it. It does get much better. It does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Series two is really good.
1: Okay, well, I'll, I'll give it a try.
0: Cool. Uh Well, without further ado, let's uh, should we play the best bits?
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: And we'll see you in however long.
1: Down the street in Mass Oh, sorry, that's that start?
0: Oh, this is Green
1: Bucket <laughs> with Adam Roll. Learn about movies whilst we get in your job. There's and games and other stuff too. And we're going to share all this with you. Get out of my factory,
2: you
0: little toes. Rob, have you been watching anything lately?
1: I watched The Purge for the first time this ah, week. Oh, nice. During um, an epic bout of man flu.
0: Nice, Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, The bad guys were really hateable, like the uh, preppy, posh school kids who are out to kill that homeless guy. I think that's very important. In a film like The Purge, you have to have someone that you truly can hate.
0: Yeah, so you only watched the first Purge then?
1: Yeah, I, I went to look on Netflix to see if the second one was on there, and I think only the third one was.
0: Okay, that's bizarre, the election year one. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, this is the thing, I love The Purge films. I don't want to say they're a guilty pleasure, because I hate that term but they're good fun but what i always find is each one almost works better as the first one. Oh, really so the first one's good but it's quite small and sort of grouped together the second one sort of expands the world a bit and almost it's like each one replaces the previous one
1: did they ever take it onto the streets
0: Yes. Well, that's it. The, the second one, there's quite a lot in the streets, oh. um, in the city. That's
1: what I, when I was watching the first one, I was thinking, why are we stuck in this house when all the action mm. is surely going to be around the world with crazy people, you know, going around in gangs?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's The thing. the first one feels like a real independent film, mm. sort of auteur film. Um, but the second one, it, it just gives you more of a sense of what's going on around. Also in the trailer, they actually have the opening to the film, which is way, way stronger, which is uh, a couple... Are driving and the car breaks down and they're stuck just before the siren goes off, and suddenly you're going, ah! Yeah, that's terrifying. That's
1: great. Yeah, I've, that film me, film of quite a lot of fear.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the third—I'm not sure I've seen the third one. Election year is that the third one? Yes. Yeah. No, I've not seen that one. I—I I did recently watch the latest one, the the prequel, and that the was first purge. The first purge, yeah. yeah, and that was really good. Although I would say. It's even scarier, and it's scarier for one very specific reason. What's that? It feels like it could be on the news. Ugh. Now, let's avoid that topic as much as we can,
1: but... Oh, are you, are you saying that you want The Purge to happen? I'm not are saying... You I'm, one of those guys? I'm not
0: saying I want it to happen. I'm saying it possibly might happen. Oh, God. Mm. Mm.
1: What would be your plan if A Purge was announced?
0: Uh, I would go to Cornwall. Why? And hide in a cave.
1: Oh, at least no one looks in caves these days. Not, no. since, not since pirates. Uh, I don't know where I'd go.
0: I'd find a, find a cellar somewhere. Well, well here, here you go. Here's a, a similar topic. Uh, what's your zombie plan? Everyone has a zombie plan.
1: Mine is really boring. It's always get to the shops, get some tin beans, go to my bedroom, eat beans for six months. And wait for the zombies to go. I did get the sword of a door as a wedding gift. Oh, yeah. So I'm already equipped. Like, I don't have a gun, but if a zombie comes in, I've got a good reach with that bad boy. I could stab him in the head.
0: Yeah, yeah. I always yeah. think back to the tornado advice that I picked up somewhere. What's that? Get in a bathtub. Yeah. Put your mattress on top.
1: Oh, because they're not going to get through that mattress. They're not going to be able to work out how to lift it up or anything.
0: Well, it's a protection. They'll ignore it. You can't smell for a mattress, can you?
1: Is that scientific fact?
0: I don't know, but maybe we should find out.
1: Get the mattress. We're going in the bathtub. But yeah, that's what I've been watching. What have you been watching, Adam?
0: Well, it's a it's a show that quite a lot of people have been trying to twist my arm into watching for ages now. It's a little bit out of date, but now it's on all four. I figured it was the opportunity to dive in. I've been watching Community. Oh,
1: really? Really? I didn't get past the first few episodes of that. Is it something you need to persevere with? or
0: It's a weird one. Um, see, I kind of watched it mostly on the basis that I like Dan, Dan Harmon, the creator. Um, most people now know him for the Rick and Morty guy. Uh, but Community was his first thing and, and he's got a podcast that I enjoy. So I've been trying to push through it slightly more than I probably would normally. It's... To set it up, it's a story about uh, a guy called Jeff who is a professional lawyer he was stripped of his, his job because he realised that his bachelor's degree was completely phony. So he had to go back to community college and try and get a qualification. And he meets uh, Britta, he kind of falls for this blonde bombshell and so fakes a study group to try and get with her. Which is apparently based on Dan Harmon's actual career at community college.
1: Oh, he's had an interesting life, that guy hasn't he?
0: He has indeed, um, but the show it kind of it drags in all these strange and weird characters and puts them in a room together and and comedy comedy in inverted commas ensues.
1: How much do you laugh?
0: I about halfway through, I started trying to keep track of how often I laughed. Once per episode. Oh, so there's some, but there's something else going on. There,
1: if you're if you're keeping on going back to it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a thing with a lot of American sitcoms, I think. Sometimes it's just nice to bubble away in the background. I yeah, know people, I know exactly what you mean. People say that about Friends a lot. Um, but The characters are good, and you sort of do start rooting for them. Mm. But you just don't laugh at them. I don't, anyway.
1: See, I laugh at Friends. Ugh, It's funny. It's funny. Ugh. It's cheesy, but it's funny. You can't deny it.
0: See, yeah, Friends I always had a problem with. And until I discovered Seinfeld, the superior...
1: It's always sunny in Philadelphia is better.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you have to bear in mind time. But Seinfeld uh, was the first and original of the sort of Friends formula. um, And I do laugh at that very, very hard. So,
1: yeah. Ah, you just relate to the failure more.
0: Well, there is that, yeah. I mean, that's... I mean,
1: maybe I would.
0: That is the trouble, though. That is the thing. My problem with American sitcoms is everyone does really well. Yeah, they might start off schlubby and horrible people, but by the end they're always successful. That's very true. Big Bang Theory is the recent example. Friends uh. is a good one as well. But Seinfeld—they just tick along. Anyway, we've moved off Community, which shows how much there is to talk about. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's probably worth a go. It's definitely got some quirky fun to it a friend of mine was telling me that he loves all the film references and things which yeah is good but i mean space does it better
1: yeah you just put me off community i think mm,
0: yeah that's not that wasn't really my intention going well, into look this what you've
1: done i'm never <laughs> touching it never touching it
0: um but there's a lot of relationship stuff going on that's quite fun and i know bizarrely it's got quite a community around it a fan community around it um probably trailed off now because this is really out of date thing to talk about um but a lot of people love the fashion they aspire to be the characters i know it's got uh abbott who has some sort of spectrum thing i don't know what it is but a lot of people latched onto that because you don't see that on telly too much often um i would recommend it it is free put up with the adverts Just go on all four check it out
3: Oh yes. Hello. Um Richard Curtis here. Uh I just thought I'd uh, give you a call, uh the screen bucket. We had an idea, um for a new rom com called Brexit Actually. Yes, what we were thinking was, what if um a suburban uh London type, uh, a sort of man with floppy hair, you know, falls in love with a, a German politician woman. <coughs> yes, and uh, what happens is, is they they sort of build a relationship and uh, are forced apart. Yes, um, I'm not sure exactly the details. I wondered if we uh, if we could ape off the headlines, you know, and look at how the American American president um, gets on with the the Russian dictator. I know it's straight out of the headlines and it's ripping me off, but I think it'd be awfully interesting. Anyway, please call me back and we'll uh, we'll discuss the details.
0: To introduce us a little bit more as people and and our tastes, uh, we thought we'd we'd choose a film that kind of summed us up as people, and a sort of film that people have compared to us anyway, and that was Clerks.
1: Yeah, Clerks, yeah. One of the elitist of elite cult movies. It's a 1994 black and white flick written and directed by Kevin Smith. Yes.
0: Do people still talk about this film? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, Certainly people who kind of share our interests anyway.
1: I mean, I went to uni in 2008, and it was sort of essential mm. watching sort of stuff. For yeah, us. no, it's same for me as well, actually. And it and it came up a lot in discussion if you were being introduced to a new group of people who you need to make a film with or mm. whatever. Clerks would always be one of the things that people would say they draw influence from.
0: I think cult is the best way to describe it. Mm. Uh, clerks is this um, very independent vibe that a lot of people who, especially people who want to make films, can aspire to. It's full of conversations about nonsense and and pop culture and specifically Star Wars that we'll talk about a bit later. Um, It's it's the kind of thing that everyone feels like they have a part of, I think. Yeah, definitely. But it wasn't the first film that kind of did this, was it?
1: No, was it Slackers we looked into? Slackers
0: by Richard Linklater. Later?
1: Yeah, it was uh, just another... I mean, how it was described in the trailer we watched was sort of fourteen different set pieces or something. Like that. Yeah,
0: I feel really bad for not having seen it. I'll be honest. No. I feel like it's a film we probably should have watched.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll give it a go. We'll give it a
0: yeah, go. it. Both films came out in the nineties. Um, there's an interesting kind of nineties thing going on there. I mean, we mentioned Seinfeld already, but that came out at the same sort of time and also had this people just hanging about and talking nonsense
1: vibe. Yeah disenfranchised youth and the nothingness of their sort of suburban life
0: yeah i think the 90s had this kind of general looking around you and kind of writing what you see a lot more than maybe the aspirational 80s films kind of had
1: it was reflected in so many different things if you think of cartoons as well like ed ed and eddie kids in the suburbs with nothing to do um all sorts of things really
0: yeah absolutely so what have you... Uh, what's You've got some notes there. What have you got for us? Um,
1: well, so it's a day in a life movie focusing on one Dante Hicks played by Brian O'Halloran and his attempts to get through an extremely long and testing work day. You know, when he wasn't even supposed to be
0: working. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and his... So he works at a...
1: He works at a convenience store and next door to that is a video rental shop which his friend Randall runs...
0: Yeah, and Dante's really bitter and jealous of Randall, isn't he? Randall turns up at 11.30, Mm. doesn't care. Spends the rest of the day just... Messing with his customers. Yeah, Yeah. just causing arguments.
1: That's the one thing I thought, you think, how on earth hasn't he been fired?
0: (laughs) It is true. But he has that kind of slacker vibe. The sort of person who gets away with this kind of thing, though, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, definitely. And he's the... Sort of anti Dante. There's a kind of opposites attract thing going on, where mm. Dante's always moaning about everything, whereas Randall is glass half full.
0: In a way, he is aware of his situation, isn't he? He he knows that he is the bottom of the pile and enjoys life around it. Yeah. Whereas Dante's a bit more uh, worried, concerned, stressed out about life. Um, but what what's actually the plot? What happens?
1: Uh well, this is the thing. There isn't really a plot to a certain extent. There's a uh, so obviously halfway through the film he he closes the shop so him and he can play the hockey game he wanted to play. But it is a series of nine different conversations or nine different events. There'll be in one scene they'll be talking about uh. The Death
4: Star, and they build another Death Star, right? Yeah. Now the first one was completed and fully operational before the rebels destroyed it. Luke blew it up. Give credit where credit's due. And the second one was still being built when they blew it up. Compliments, Orlando Calris. Something just never sat right with me that second time around. I could never put my finger on it, but something just wasn't right. And you figured it out. The first Death Star was manned by the Imperial Army. The only people on board were stormtroopers, dignitaries, Imperials, basically. So when they blew it up, no problem. Evil's punished. And the second time around? The second time around, it wasn't even done being built yet. It was still under construction. So? So a construction job of that magnitude would require a hell of a lot more manpower than the Imperial Army had to offer. i bet they brought independent contractors in on that thing. Plumbers, aluminum siders, roofers... Uh, not just Imperials. Is that what you're getting at? Exactly. In order to get it built quickly and quietly, they'd hire anybody that can do the job. I think the average stormtrooper knows how to install a toilet main? All they know is killing in white uniforms. All right, so they bring in independent contractors. Why are you so upset at its destruction? All those innocent contractors brought in to do the job were killed. Casualties of a war they had nothing to do with.
0: So you mentioned there's nine chapters, would you say? Nine conversations.
1: Yeah, and if it's not a conversation, then it's them uh, watching a weird customer picking out mm-hmm. the right milk that's got the, the latest date on it, or uh, testing yeah. the eggs.
0: Absolutely. And as we were talking about it, we were saying that it's it's like they put together nine sort of philosophies and just sort of pull them together and stitch them into a film. I think if it came out now, it'd almost serve as a YouTube channel with these little vignettes Hmm. each week, you know. So much of the
1: commentary is based on the despair and the dissatisfaction of society as well, I Mm, think, mm. which is really interesting. Sort of
0: embracing the weirdness. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned, so there's nine conversations, nine parts to it. And I was reading before we, we started that Kevin Smith wrote this while he worked at that very store. Really? And worked the same shift, 6 till 11 or whatever it was. Awful, awful, all-day shift. Um, and he he wrote this story based on Dante's Inferno. With, the story in which there's nine circles of hell. Wow. So what we're, what we're seeing is a man called Dante trapped in his own hell. Experiencing nine different circles, nine different events. Oh wow! Now I've worked in retail, and I can testify that it is absolute hell. <laughs> I did used to spend my time folding shirts, imagining that this was some sort of penance for the awful life I had lived before somehow. So I can, I can chorus, I can absolutely agree with what's going on on screen. Um, but we've we've rattled on. But so what? What is the? What's the? thrust of the piece?
1: Um, Well, I think it's kind of summed up by when Dante and Randall have a big bust up at the end and it's actually the part of the film where all three of us watching kind of looked at our own lives and got a bit sad where Dante's moaning and grumbling about all the things that are wrong how everything in his life is the fault of someone else and then Randall points out that he didn't have to come into work today he was only asked to that he is the cause of his own problems Absolutely. that all of his moaning it's actually just him refusing to accept the fact that it's his fault that his life is this <laughs> rubbish yes yeah. and it kind of made us think oh god that is kind of true <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and this is why this is why i imagine a lot of sort of young people attach themselves certainly of our age it's probably been forgotten a bit now i imagine the mm. fact is black and white puts people off i think In a way, anyway. Mm. But I think what it did for a generation of filmmakers is say, hey, you could make a film on your conversation you had this morning with your best mate. Mm. Films don't have to be epic and massive. They can just be two losers in a room. Definitely. And looking around, we're sort of sticking to that spirit of the piece.
1: Life is imitating art currently.
0: We are sat in a room. Talking to each other with a mic in between us.
1: Hmm. Well done. <laughs> I was I was a bit happy until you brought that up.
0: Oh uh, well, at least there's people joining us this time.
1: Hmm. Have you seen Clerks Two?
0: I haven't seen Clerks Two.
1: I will save that for another day. But hmm. a lot of people slate it. I think it's brilliant. It's a bit sillier. Okay. But the messages are still there and it kind of travels. They're 10 years older and they're having the same sort of problems, but it's viewed from the lens of guys who are still stuck in the same horrible situation they were before. So it's all relevant for us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I never saw it because I heard it was a bit rubbish, but I'll, I'm willing to take your counsel and give it a go. No, it's, it's good. Adam's Film Reviews. Yardy, 2018.
2: <laughs> When I was a boy, my brother would always ask me, which way you're gonna go? Will you go with the righteous, or will you go with the damned? This is a story about the path I chose.
0: Idris Elba's directorial debut, Yardie, is a film based on a novel by the same name, by Jamaican-born Victor Headley. Starring Amal Wameen as Dennis D. Campbell, Yardie opens in Kingston during the 1970s. Torn apart by gang wars, Kingston is little more than a war zone. After a young girl is killed during a shootout, D's older brother Jerry, Everardo Creary, stages a form of peace conference, but is murdered by a lone gunman in the crowd. Years later, D has fallen in with the only gang to survive the turf war, employed by music producer and gangster King Fox, played by Sheldon Shepherd. After Dee's aggressive tendencies ruin a business deal, King Fott sends Dee to London with a kilo of cocaine to sell it to London gangster Rico, played by Stephen Graham. Arriving in London, Dee quickly falls foul with Rico and skips out to reconnect with his former love and mother of his child, Yvonne, played by Chantal Jackson. As Dee begins to rebuild his life, he soon discovers that the murderer of his brother is also in London and Dee sets out on a bloody quest for revenge under the vengeful nose of Rico, and King Fox. Amin's performance is exceptional in this film, while the tone and theme of the film is beautifully sold. At times the action plays out like theatre, with the actors playing out their roles in wide open spaces that are really very effective. Use of music is also very important, not only to the characters but for selling the world as a whole. What's more, despite the grittiness, the darkness and the violence throughout the film, the story ends on a message of hope. This chum's highly recommended. I sent you to London so you wouldn't start a war in Kingston.
1: And that was Zunga 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 by Yellow Man. Good. How did I get the Yellow Man bit wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I got across that whole...
0: Oh. oh, yeah, that was a good effort. Don't worry about it.
2: Message, message, one. Uh, good g'day, good day. is Scream Bucket. It's your main bro, PJ Jackson, uh, calling from Auckland, New Zealand. I'm bleeding done with making all of these movies. You know, they just made me make a film about houses and cities that walk along the land. And I'm, I'm really getting fed up. And I was having an idea where... We go into the New Zealand Sea where all those Grape White Sharks are and we uh, put a load of extras in the sea and give them Lord of the Rings weapons like swords and spears and uruk uh, Urukai armour and then they have to fight the great White Sharks in the water? Is that something that maybe you guys at Screenbuckle would be interested in? If so, please give me a call back. Good G'day, mate. Anyway, take it easy, guys.
0: And the news at when, when, now. This is The
1: News with Rob. So, everyone's favourite archer, Jeremy Renner, has teased his return as Hawkeye in the next Avengers movie. Renner has already been confirmed for Avengers 4, but recently teased on Twitter that he was circling the wagons with his good friends Marvel, at Marvel and at Avengers, and so on. Uh, Yeah. I couldn't give a monkey's, but maybe you will. I'm so glad you said that. Mm. Moving swiftly on. (sighs) Hollywood actor and jazz musician Jeff Goldblum surprised London commuters with a performance at St Pancras Station
0: last Wednesday. Did you see that, Adam? No. No, apparently he's quite a talented guy. Is he? Yeah. I'm kind of not interested in his jazz music, I'll be honest. Do you know what I'm interested in? What's that? His leather jacket and his chest hair. Good point. Mm.
1: Moving swiftly on. Amazon's Lord of the Rings spin-off is looking more likely to return to New Zealand for its filming locations. Apparently, Amazon are giving the land of the Long Right Cloud a proper look. So now we're going to have to move over there, I'm afraid, Adam. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm going to be in that film. Um, yeah? Yeah. No, that's it. We're moving to New Zealand. Where did
0: you expect them to film it?
4: Oh, come on. Like, they've already
1: done New Zealand. I thought, you know, the whole Game of Thrones thing. They might move it over to... Belfast, maybe? Well, yeah, I got, guess so, yeah. We've got trees, we've got stuff up north, we've got hills. I'm going to be in that film. I'm going to be an orc, I'm going to be a guy getting killed, anything. I need to be in Lord of the Rings.
0: Instead, do you know who hates Lord of the Rings? Who hates Lord of the Rings? Our hero and idol, Bruce Campbell.
1: Why does... What? what, what why? Yeah, I'm why? I'm
0: reading his autobiography right now.
1: What does it... What Does he hate the
0: book or the film? He hates, I think, everything. Uh, do you know why? Uh, why? He hasn't seen the films. What he hates them for is the fact that when he was filming in New Zealand, you know, Xena, Hercules, all the other things he does, uh, Peter Jackson came along and stole all of the cast and crew. Really? All of the crew, all the specialist special effects, prop makers and horse riders and all that. He just nicked them? He just nicked them. He paid like twice their rate.
1: Ah, well, he had that Harvey Weinstein money. Yeah. <laughs> Going on, um, in a bit of gaming news, Nintendo had to delay their Nintendo Direct Broadcast last week after an earthquake struck Hokkaido in Japan. Apparently a lot of Nintendo fans have been moaning and questioning why it was delayed. Perhaps we should demolish their houses and ask them why they were late for
0: work. Oh well, hello, you got a bit edgy on the news. Well, you know,
1: it's silly, it's a, it's an earthquake! Come on, it's, 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 things are going to be delayed if there's an earthquake!
0: Well, yeah, I mean that's, that is true.
1: Hmm. I've been waiting long enough for a home console Pokemon game. I can wait a bit more if it means fixing the ground.
0: (laughs) Nintendo fans, I don't think, are known for their uh, casualness, are
1: they? No. Maybe one of them. Anyway, finally, Jack Black has stated that if he had the time, he'd love to do another Nacho Libre. It's hard to see how he would fit in the time, whilst he's busy promoting spooky kid-friendly horror The House with a Clock in its walls, and getting ready for a potential Jumanji sequel, and the most exciting news of all time, reuniting with Kyle Gass for
0: the return of the greatest band of all time, Tenacious D. What you've done there, Rob, is you've chosen all of your favourite news topics. Yeah. Rather than the news. Yeah. Thing.
1: Well, there was nothing else. The, 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 I mean, we're...
0: Spider-Man's just come out on the PS4. I don't
1: care. <laughs> I, I we were looking at the Spider-Man game and we both went Ugh, because they have a stupid photo feature where you can take a picture, take a selfie as Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, that is boring and lame. But yeah. it does look quite good. I've talked about this on on video game streams and stuff before. That all I want is a good swinging mechanic, and it seems to have it. Yeah, well. What else has been in the news? I don't know. Henry Cavill has been cast as the hero in the Witcher series on Netflix.
1: Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care.
0: Nor do I. Nor do I. <laughs> do but, the people but care? But people do care about oh, these things. So,
1: so what, are you telling me that sometimes you have to report news that you don't care about?
0: Yes. Oh, have mean, you seen the bored look on newsreaders' faces? They don't give a toss.
1: Oh, God. Maybe this whole radio business isn't for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's not leap out of the boat straight away.
3: Screen bucket on FM Beep boop.
0: As we mentioned in the introduction, we like to think ourselves as creative storyteller types and and filmmakers. Um, Remember coming up with ideas. Often they come out unformed and, and strange and mutated. Because we're trying to imagine how to put it together in a way that makes sense. Would you agree with that, Rob?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I think a lot of people struggle with being able to actually put what's in their head onto paper. And that can sometimes be what stops people from actually creating anything. And I I know I suffer from that completely. Um, So over time, I I did a lot of reading, did a lot of research into this. um, And I came up with a system that I like to call the five finger test.
1: Oh, do please explain to us the uh, five-finger test.
0: Well, okay, so when you think up an idea, you need to have certain key points um, in order to form it into something that's that's useful. A lot of people might argue against this kind of structure, but I think it's key that, especially when you're starting out, you need to learn these kind of rules and then break them further down the line. So the five-finger test is, if you hold up your hand, Rob, if you like to hold up your hand, He is holding up his hand. I promise I am. Do it one by one. So if you hold up your little finger. Yep. This is the genre. This is the type of story it is. Is it horror? Is it action adventure? Is it rom-com? Well, that's kind of a mix between romantic and comedy. But you know what I mean. Next, you've got your protagonist. So this is the lead character. This is the person you're going to be following as an audience member. Often the hero of the story. Then you've got your middle finger, which I'm holding up to Rob right now. This is your goal. What does the protagonist...
1: Protagonist? Yes. Yeah, the that's what pata- you get for swearing at me.
0: <laughs> what does the protagonist want? What are they hoping to achieve? Um, then you've got the index finger. This is the obstacle. This is what's stopping them from achieving it. This can be a person. The antagonist. Um can just be an idea. It can be something that's blocking them in. And finally, you've got your thumb. This is the theme. So this is what the story is basically about and telling you. So with that in mind, let's think back to Clerks. So, Rob, what's the genre? Uh, it's a comedy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a funny one, that, because it is comedy, but it's there's something more to it, isn't there? Yeah. Or less to it. It's It just is. You could say it's just indie, really. Yeah. It's almost the genre in itself. Um, ring finger. So you've got your protagonist. Who's Dante? Protagonist? Definitely Dante. Hmm. He's central to the story. We're following him. He's also a loser. Mm. Especially to start with, that's often a, a protagonist feature that they yeah. develop over time.
1: And most other characters are there to sort of support his narrative.
0: Absolutely. Mm. They're all part of his conversation. Yeah. Um. Okay, the goal. What's his goal?
1: His goal? I mean, Clarkson is an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, he wants to play hockey, but that's not like an overriding thing.
0: He wants to, he wants to not be Dante, doesn't he? That's true. He wants to not live in this life, to work in this store... Yeah. He wants to. He wants a different. He wants his ex girlfriend back, yeah. who he discovers has been married, um, or going to get married. He wants to
1: escape mundane. He wants to escape dissatisfied. He wants to, yeah, escape that store really. Yeah.
0: So he just wants to get out. Hmm. But what's his? What's stopping him doing it? What's the obstacle? Himself. Absolutely himself. His sort of hmm. his inability to escape and say no. He mm. always says yes. That's the recurring thing. He says he says yes. He sits in a huff and he takes it. Yeah, and he blames everyone else. Mm. Now the overall theme is another interesting one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a philosophical reflection. Mm. It's looking back at his own life, looking back, showing the audience what happened to us. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's the yeah, it's that whole nineties thing again we were talking about earlier that it's got going on of uh, coping in a life of. Of nothingness,
0: of, of mundane, of of normal. So you can boil that down to... Okay, so if we boil it down... So we've got an indie comedy film following Dante, a shop worker who hates his life. Who is stuck in a rut and wants to escape from it. But his own personality just stops that happening. Hmm. The overall theme therefore being a reflection of his own life and, and trying to break the bonds that you escape. And that's the five finger test. Done. Fantastic. So we've got genre... Protagonist, goal, obstacle, theme. That's it. Good system, man. Well done. Thank you very much. You should write a book about it. That's why I'm telling everyone else. Because I like to share these things. And if anyone steals it, I'll be after you. (laughs) And now, it's show and tell, Screen Bucket. Oh, that looks rather nice. Rob, has anything happened in your life recently? Anything major? Nah, nah. No?
1: I did get married two weeks ago. You got married? I did, yes, yes, yes. It was an interesting experience,
0: yeah. Congratulations.
1: I don't know if this is like a common thing, but I honestly had no idea what was going on for the whole day. I don't know if that's... (laughs) I know it's partly alcohol that's responsible, but between worrying about speaking to everyone and then missing things out and then going to the bar and having drinks bought for you and going backwards and forwards for people, it's just one big blur. Hmm. I mean, it was m- amazing. It was the best day of my life. Married the girl of my dreams. Fantastic. But. Me, 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 me.
0: Singleton. Yeah. She's, she's listening, so well, I have to say that. Good point. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, okay. You got married. Well done. Blah, blah. Yeah. Now, as is tradition, I've mm-hmm. bought you a wedding gift. Oh really? I have. And I know you're a big Game of Thrones fan. I well. am indeed. And Lord of the Rings. I am indeed. Yes. So. And you've been re- watching uh, Vikings as well. Haven't I you? have, yeah. And they drink What do they drink? They drink a lot of mead.
3: Mead? Yeah. Wow, that's
0: interesting because I bought you a bottle of mead. Really? Yes, uh Montiac mead made with honey. Oh yeah. We oh, well thank you so much, Adam. Mon-jack, Moniac.
1: Moniac Mead, specially selected by Highland Wineries. Yeah. So a mead is more a wine than an, an Yeah, so it's a, a honey wine. Yeah, oh wow.
0: Yeah, made of honey. Lovely, delicious. 14.6% I can see on the side of that. Oh, Pretty good. Nice. Uh, but that's not all. No? Uh, as a special, special gift, uh, I've got two. I've got his and hers. Um, but to drink the mead, what finer way then to use this. I want you to open it up. Describe what it is. Okay, so I've got um, a sack. A hessian
1: bag. A yeah. hessian bag, and it's, uh, it says Norse tradesman on it, and it's got a picture of a Viking fellow over there. beard. Oh, my God. Is that what I think it is? I think it might be. Ah, it's a Viking horn.
0: Yes, it oh, is.
1: Oh. oh, that is Oh, is that a real ox... Horn or something
0: yeah, that's exactly what it is a real ox one with a brass slip cool. thing and it's also got a, a holster yeah it's got an ox stand a horn stand which it slots in oh listen to that sound beautiful oh look at that oh oh, wait. oh hello. <laughs> well it might not be able to stand up but it thats pretty good oh you know what it's doable there we go oh that is just magnificent look at that that is magnificent that is Fantastic. I cannot wait. Actually, that's much better than I thought it would be. Really? Right. Yeah, yeah. I can't
1: wait to drink from this thing. I I might just drink squash from it in the day.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I should probably wet it with uh, mead. How does it smell? Uh, of nothing. <laughs> oh, it's one of those silica gel. Oh, there's a story about silica gel, isn't What? Well, what's the story? <laughs> uh, didn't you used to put it on your beef jerky? Ah, uh, yeah, I to. Yeah. Do you know what it says in it? Do not eat. Yeah. Uh, Agents. Drying drying agents. Anyone listening at home, do not eat. Silica gel. As I discovered. So there we are. That's your your wedding present. You've... Yeah. So you've taken
1: my beef jerky virginity and... That sounds so nice. (laughs) And you've taken my Viking horn virginity. Yeah,
0: absolutely. There was an option to uh, get like a leather holster for it as well. Very sexy. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I thought though... I didn't think you were ready for that. No. Well, I didn't well. think you were ready for the Viking horn holster shorts sort of Glastonbury look. Well, maybe I need here. to do a bit of plundering. Maybe I can achieve. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a shame that you can't like remove the tip and use it as a... Yeah. A la Gimli. Mm. A la Helm's Deep. Uh, Boromir. Oh, yeah. The horn of Gondor. That's
1: more accurate. I was thinking of the bit... You have
0: to withdraw that now. No,
1: no, no, no. Because Gimli's got the giant horn at the top of Helm's Deep when uh, Gandalf shows up and he's like... I know it's a curly one, but Boromir would be more more fitting. Oh, there we go. That's what I was going for.
0: So I'm hoping Mm. we should drink out of it. And like I said, I've got his and hers. Yeah. So you can toast one another. Now? Uh we, we can't it's for his and hers oh yeah 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 so I mean can we I'm not the her am I she doesn't like mead does she not no so but. wow alright well mm. is she listening doesn't matter okay <laughs> I'll I'll discuss it I need to
1: buy her something anyway so
0: what do you want to have a little sippy
1: yes do it
0: Ugh. so do you know where these ox come from um, no. Uh, oh, that's interesting. One of them is much shorter. I prefer that one you've got now. I would just like to say, but me and Adam are wholly
1: friendly towards the vegan community, despite anything <laughs> we said earlier. And um, the fact of the matter is, is this ox was already dead. It was killed by um, a uh,
0: gunshot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> by a by a hunter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're really digging us a hole here, man. Like, I
0: don't know. I don't
3: Look, know how right. we're going to get out. We
0: can't prove that we are friends to the vegans and then have ox, real ox horns. No, I suppose not. Uh, now we haven't actually rinsed the horns out.
1: Oh yeah, you meant to do that, aren't you? what? Well,
0: yeah, but uh, should I? Uh, now it'd be fine. It'd be fine. What's the worst? that's going to be in there, just some silica gel.
1: Doctor Oxhorn. Poisoned with bone marrow.
0: <laughs> Listen to that, Jesus Christ! How much have you put in? There? Oh, it's
1: forty-three 43- percent. I'm forgetting what mead is. Oh, it's only fourteen, isn't it? Oh, fourteen. Uh, you know what?
0: Should we just share our one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Oh no! We should cheers it. Have
1: that one. Have that, one, have
0: that one. Oh, it smells pretty good. It smells. It smells like wine dust in my horn. Yeah,
1: I should have washed it out. It's a huge mistake.
0: Oh, whatever. Right, well, here we go. Cheers to a happy marriage. Cheers, man. That's very nice. That's really, really good. Mm,
1: that's delicious. Mead. Mead. It's the drink of the future. It's the drink of the past. <laughs> and right now, the drink of the present. Mm. Mm. By mead. By mead. Oh, okay, well, yeah. Oh, that just, it's is a bit uh, strong, yeah, it? it's
0: very strong that's is that the heat or is that the the horn <laughs> I mean, we're not going to make a habit of drinking on the, no, on the no 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 it's just a test it's just the toast it's
1: very um. <laughs> there's yeah we should have washed it out there's bits. Oh, there, are you, bits are you getting bits I
0: haven't seen any bits yet yeah uh, Wow. Oh. the rim's a bit rough as well that's what she said <laughs> the actor said to the bishop oh even better
1: yeah we will always say, as the actress said to the bishop, in uh, respect to a man who we owe a great deal to, mm. our college uh, tutor, Mike West, a fantastic <laughs> man, who we um, we will do another toast to. Yes. To yeah. so Mike West. And he would always say, as the actress, was he the actor or the actress? The
0: actor, I think you said. As the actress, no, isn't? actress. A- actress, At- actress. As the actress said to the bishop. I remember the first time he said that and we all went, what? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Huh? Our minds drew that day.
1: He told us on our first day that he had a wasp fetish as well. <laughs> and he kept a wasp costume in his attic and occasionally he would buzz around the room. Lovely man. Mm. Introduced us to
0: Razorhead. He did. And yeah. speaking of Razorhead, In a world where nothing makes sense, one man stands against his future.
4: I'm
3: not
0: ready to be a dad.
3: But the baby's coming. Mum, we're not even sure if it is a baby.
0: Eraserhead. Are these chickens? They're new. They're man made. Man made? Oh Touch my knees. I don't wanna touch your knees. Eraser hair. Oh my god. It is holding you together. Mary, we're gonna sit down and we're gonna talk about this. No I'm leaving. Eraser
3: hair.
1: A hamster and a woman in a
0: radiator. And if that wasn't bad enough, there's a bomb in the apartment block. Oh my God, there's a bomb in the, the apartment block. It's gonna blow up
3: the moon. The moon? The moon.
0: My
1: head's turning to rubber. I don't even understand what's going on. It's a metaphor for something. Eraser head.
0: Coming to theaters soon. Directed by Michael Bay. Adams Film Reviews Black Clansman 2018
4: Hello, this is Ron Stallworth calling. Who am I speaking with? This is David Duke, Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. That David Duke? Last time I checked, what can I do for? It? Well, since you asked, I hate blacks. I hate
1: Jews, Mexicans and Irish, Italians and Chinese, but my mouth to God's ears, I really hate those black rats and anyone else really that
4: doesn't have pure white Aryan blood running through their veins. I'm happy to be talking to a true white American.
1: God bless white America.
0: Directed by Spike Lee and written by Charlie Watchell, David Rabinowitz, Kevin Wilmot and Spike Lee, Black Klansman is a comedy-drama film based on the real-life story of Ron Stallworth. Set in 1979, John David Washington plays Ron Stallworth, the first black police officer in Colorado Springs, where he is granted his request to go undercover to infiltrate a civil rights rally before ending up in the intelligence division. Here he finds a recruitment advert for the local Ku Klux Klan chapter and immediately phones them, posing as a white man. Recruiting his fellow officer, Detective Flip Zimmerman, played by Adam Driver, Stallworth sets out to infiltrate the KKK, uncovering a planned attack on the rallying black youths of Colorado Springs. Both John David Washington and Adam Driver excel in their roles, as does the frankly terrifying Jasper Parkinen as the psychopathic Felix Kendrickson from the KKK. Darkly humorous for the most part, Black Klansman holds a damning mirror up to the current state of American politics, putting it into context with the outdated and horrific sentiments by the Klan of the late 70s. This commentary can feel Heavy handed at times, but the point is clear this film is an absolute must watch. And do be prepared to leave the cinema feeling more than a little shaken. I know I certainly did. America first. America first.
3: America first. If I would have known this was a clan meeting, I wouldn't have taken this mother. I'm
0: just a sweet screen bucket.
2: Hi, uh,
3: is this, uh, screen Bucket? Yeah, yeah, Marlon Scorsese here, yeah. Uh, I've gotten this, uh, i got this idea. i got a phone call. Uh, we're gonna do a Muppet, Muppet gangster movie. Uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be, uh, Kermit's gonna be, uh, leading the gang with Miss Piggy. And they're gonna go up against, uh, New York
2: cab drivers. Uh,
3: yeah, it's gonna be good. We're gonna get Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, going to turn him into some sort of muppet uh, he's going to be fine he's going to seduce miss piggy he's gonna, he's going to play a cop he's going to be chasing down Miss Piggy for her vice crimes uh, we haven't quite, quite wiped out the details there and uh, uh, yeah we'll be in touch we'll uh, don't
0: okay so i've told you a little bit about my five finger test um and now we're going to try and apply it and actually tell a story and, and make a film as we go i 'm up for it perfect so I've I've done some preparations. Might be able to hear my papers. I always papers. get worried
1: when you get paper out.
0: Something to do with my uh, my office day job has made me uh, overly obsessive printer and oh, uh, too many filer. lists, too many papers, man. It's Come all man. good. It's all good. So what I've done is I've printed out. Uh, I've got a list of genres first. Nice. Um, I've then got uh, about. A page and a bit of locations beautiful and then uh, another page and a half of characters so what i was thinking was if we choose a genre choose the location and then maybe choose two characters yeah sounds good to me um and then we can uh, put together our own little improvised story what a wonderful idea yes indeed so uh, what i'll do i'll wave my finger about um and you can tell me when to stop cool so, don't look, and I'll start waggling it about. Ooh. Stop. Action. Nice. Right, and again. Stop. Church. Nice. Okay, get rid of that. Hold that. Okay, two characters now. Tell me when. Stop. A rude person. Okay. <laughs> and again. Stop. And a navy officer. Hmm. (laughs) okay
1: oh there's territory we can go here that could get us in a lot of trouble
0: i think we're fine all right so we've got a rude person and a navy officer we've got the genre so action action. uh protagonist so we need one of those people need to be the protagonist
1: i'm picturing already that the navy officer is the protagonist
0: are you yeah my instinct was the rude person really i think it's the kirby enthusiasm thing oh really uh,
2: hmm.
1: Well, I'm thinking of like speed, for example, when Keanu Reeves is trying to do his thing, for example. Yes, you're right. And yeah. Imagine if Sandra Bullock's just really, really rude.
0: That's true. Okay, no, I agree. Okay, so Navy officer protagonist. Hmm. What's his goal? No, th- yeah, we haven't got too much to go of this one. He's
1: getting married. He's in church.
0: He's getting married.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, an actual movie where guys get married, um, and something stops him. So the obstacle could just be the rude person. What do you reckon?
1: His wife is kidnapped. Okay. It's an action film. We're gonna have to up the up the stakes.
0: Yes, true. Wife gets kidnapped. She's she doesn't turn up. Hmm. she's, she's been kidnapped.
1: And the only way he can save her is with the help of an extremely rude <laughs> taxi driver.
0: Okay. All right. I like it. So what's the what's the final point? So. Um, that's the obstacle is, well, there's two there, it's the, it's the kidnapping and the, and the rude person in the taxi. Uh, so the overall theme, what do you reckon? Well,
1: you're thinking about two people in a car and I think of planes, trains and automobiles. So it's yeah. two people who hate each other at the start and end up liking each other by the end.
0: It says buddy cop mm. territory we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So the theme then is, uh, uh, bros before brides.
1: Bros before brides. Uh, you gotta get along sometimes, even if someone's
0: even the rudest of us can be heroes. That's the tagline.
1: Everyone's got their their stuff to deal with. Okay. Yeah. And All you, right. And sometimes people are rude because their life sucks, and maybe you should see that before you judge.
0: Okay. Well, that's something to bear in mind as we move swiftly into our improv. But first, a song. I'm starting to get rather worried, um, Mr. 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 Davidstock. Davidstock, yes. Um, are just kind of worried that your bride hasn't turned up yet.
1: I know, she was meant to be here 15 minutes ago. I'm starting to get a little bit worried.
0: Yes, I would be too. Um, especially since if she's not here within the next 20 minutes, we're, we're going to have to move you off today's booking.
1: Oh, goodness me. Let me have a word with the groomsman quickly. Larry! Larry? Yes? Have you... Where's... Where is my wife to be? I don't know where the wife is. Can you call her family and see if they have any idea? I will try! Thanks, Larry. Why did I make him my best man? Oh, goodness gracious!
0: Oh my! Something's just flowing through the stained glass window.
1: What could that be? It looks a bit like a brick with a note attached to it.
0: Oh, this has never happened before. You Navy officers having your weddings here, I knew it would be dangerous. Well,
1: you know what we're like, anyway. What does it say? Uh, oh my goodness. What?
0: what does it say, my child?
1: We have your wife. You have ten minutes to get us a hundred thousand smackaroos. Meet us outside the croquet stadium. Or she dies.
0: Oh my. Well, you'd you better run off. But don't forget, if you're not back in 20 minutes, then your wedding day will have to be postponed.
1: Oh goodness gracious me. My wife might die and our wedding may be postponed. This isn't how I planned this day at all.
3: Terry?
0: Terry, I just tried to find, phone the wife and, and she didn't pick up.
3: Shut up,
1: Larry. You're no
0: longer the best man.
1: Oh. You know what I need to do? I need to go outside and get a taxi, and maybe they can drive me to the croquet stadium.
0: Yes, good idea, my child. I will. I will play some music to distract everyone.
1: Okay. Right. I'm um, sorry. I'll be right back. Um, guests. Oh, <laughs>
2: this, this is quite unprepared for. <sighs> oh.
1: Why won't these taxis stop for me? I'm wearing a suit, for goodness sake. Can't they see I'm a respected man? Can't they see my medals? Stop, taxi. Stop. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. What do you want? <laughs>
0: <laughs> your voice. Okay, rude man. Uh,
1: what do you want? Oh, I, I need you to drive me to the Croquet Stadium.
0: Oh, the Croquet Stadium.
1: Yeah, you know, the one, the multi-billion dollar stadium <sighs> that hasn't been finished built yet.
0: Oh, oh. You think I'm stupid, don't you?
1: Oh no, not at all. Just because sure.
0: I'm driving a taxi. No, no. But I... I don't want to stop. I honestly didn't
1: mean that. It's actually very important. Oh,
0: of course it's important. Big man in a suit.
1: No, you see, I'm i a- I'm actually trying to save my wife. If we don't get to the Croquet Stadium in ten minutes time, they're going to kill
0: her. Oh, he's got a wife now, has he?
1: Yeah. Oh, don't you?
0: No, actually. Oh, I'm very sorry. Would, would it be okay if I got in? <sighs> Yes.
1: Thank you. Okay, um, do you mind if you pick up the pace a bit? She will die.
0: You think I can't drive? No,
1: no, I didn't mean that at all, you sir. You think I can't drive? Well, obviously you can drive. You're driving right now.
0: Oh, now he gets sarcastic. No, no,
1: no, no, I didn't mean it like that. I'm just under a lot of pressure at the moment.
0: Oh, well, we've all got pressure. My wife is about to be killed on my wedding day. Oh, well, I suppose I better go a bit faster then. Yes, please. What's wrong with this guy? You know what's wrong with me. What? People like you. What? People People who have missions in life. Missions? My wife-to-be is going to be murdered. Yes, well. well. What do you mean, well? Well, some of us just have to get away with having a normal day job. Well, that's your fault. Maybe you should have paid more attention in school. Oh, well, here it comes out, the truth. Well, I'm sorry. You look down your nose at us, don't you? I'm just getting quite fed up. All I want to do is save my woman. (sighs) Well, good for you. (sighs) Would
1: you just drive? Maybe it's better if we don't speak.
0: Maybe that is better. (sighs) You don't mind if I've got a radio on, do you? No, no, not at all.
1: (laughs) Hang on, I'm getting a phone call. (laughs) Oh. Hello, who's this? What? You're the terrorist? You've got my wife? And you say, if we don't get there before the test game begins, she's going to be hurled off the roof and impaled. On a croquet set? And then they're gonna hit her in the head with those silly little hammers. Oh my god!
3: (laughs) Oh my god!
1: Do you hear that? You must step on it now!
0: (sighs) Alright, but this is gonna cost you double.
1: That's fine. Just get me to my wife, dammit! A chopper at the croquet stadium now. Yeah, well, you got to... another comment. Have you? No, oh, well, well. wind the window down. Someone's pulling up next to us. Uh. Oh, hello, hello. Um, i I can get your money if you can just show me that my wife, my wife to be is okay. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? No. He's just a taxi driver. No one told me to come alone in the notes. No, don't you drive away. Don't you drive away. You
0: I don't think they like listening to you, mate. Oh, shut up. Drive, drive, drive. After them, after them, after them. So, I've gone from Mail to.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: Save Mail. All right. <clears throat> Well, they're getting away again. Look, there they go.
1: Well, can you at least drive after them, please?
0: Oh, I suppose so.
1: It's my wife's life on the line, sir. All right. Go. All right, but... Go! Is this better? Yes. 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 Can... Oh, my God, We're darting through traffic at an alarming oh. speed.
0: Oh, goodness me. Oh, well, I can't believe it. Look, they're spinning in front of that old lady. Just... Look! She just dropped Span off the road!
1: Oh wow! Be careful! You almost hit her!
0: Oh well! She didn't deserve it anyway! Oh goodness me! You are very rude! Yes! Yes I
1: am! Oh! Why? What's happened in your life that makes you so nasty to everybody?
0: There was a day when everything fell through for me. I... I just... I woke up one day and I was happy and... I had a wife and... and a dog and... and a car! And all of it disappeared.
1: Oh no. Now I feel bad for you, and I feel like we're forming some sort of unexpected friendship.
0: It was run over by a navy destroyer.
1: I think that might have been me. What? I'm sorry. I didn't see you guys. We were we were practicing. I was gonna get my medal. No time for this now! Hold no. on! Whoa! This is terrible. (laughs) It is really bad, isn't it? (laughs)
0: Uh, Alright. We're coming up to them now. Right, okay. With his stupid blue car.
1: Drive into him, quickly.
0: Right, I'm going into him.
1: Brilliant. Right, I'm getting out of the car. I'm gonna wrestle the guy down.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: Get him go. Go on. Hero.
1: Where's my wife? Where's my wife? Where's my wife? You blockhead. You weasel. You slapdoodle. You stick of dove deodorant. I'll get you. Give me my wife back. Butterflout. Uh, your green chair leg. I'll get you. Your packet of silica gel.
2: Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Your wife's in the boot.
1: My husband will be.
4: Oh, it all
0: worked out well for you. Oh, I've done that. Oh. Same voice. Oh, it all works out for you, doesn't it?
1: Oh, I love you, strawberry Ugh. paracetamol. You're my favourite girl. I love you so hey, much. Don't
4: forget about me.
1: Who are you? Who
4: are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was also
1: held hostage in here. A... Richard.
0: What? Who's Richard? It's my wife. Oh,
1: you're Richard,
0: the taxi driver.
3: (laughs) What a turn of events!
0: I-I thought you'd been lost to me.
3: No! I
1: was here all
0: along! (laughs) Aww. Oh, uh, come here, love munching. Are you not rude
1: anymore? Have you seen the error of your ways? Is life better now that you're all happy?
0: I- will be less rude. But you, I've noticed, are more rude. Why? You, the words you used to the terrorist. What did I say? I was proud of you. Maybe together we can be like one person.
1: What the hell are you going on about?
0: We can be friends now.
1: No, you know what, I don't actually want
0: to be your friend. Oh, now who's the rude person? Exactly,
1: yeah, you go off with your stupid water tramp. (laughs)
0: That was, that was our high five moment. I know. A freeze frame thought, high five moment.
1: I thought I'd throw a spanner in the works.
0: <laughs> okay, well, that was a story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs>
0: that was a rude person and a Navy officer saving a wife.
1: So this is a technique that works, but if you force it, then you get that.
0: I think I think this proves that you can weave a story together, but be prepared for the first draft not to be very good.
1: Yeah. And the most important thing in writing is getting that first draft done, really.
0: It's very true. You want a
1: pen to paper, you'll just poop it all out and then you can mould that poop into something much more beautiful.
0: You get your first draft done and then you edit and edit and rewrite and start again and pull your hair out and go grey. Yeah. And then you get a story. Exactly. So, with that in mind, let's put another song on. Cool.
2: You have one message. Message one. Hola, hola. It's a scream back here. It's Guillermo here, Guillermo Toro. I just wanted to ask for your help because a uh, homeless man just broke into the lot and he's smashing all of my... Uh, smashing all of our crops and our sets, so uh, everything is broken. Hey, stop it, stop it, stop it! Stop it, no, 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 Mierda! Oh. Hey, no, 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 please, please, please. Anyway, I was hoping you'd sp- send some of your security down, I know you're nearby, Tomase. So uh, this homeless man is gone crazy, uh, Anyway, uh, sorry, um, Hey, so, so, so so depressed right now. I just want to speak out to you about the, uh, uh, maybe a new film I was going to make um we fantasy we make um Oh Jesus come back it come back oh, no 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 I I call you. no 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 I cannot do it now. I, uh, please Adam Adam me, Rob. I call you I call you back later um, hey, um Buenas noches, sí, adiós, adiós.
1: Well Adam, that was the podcast. Yeah. That was the best bit. What was your best bit, Rob? Oh, my best bit was um probably the the chase, the high speed chase. I think we're really good actors.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll get better. We are the best already. Okay, well we'll see and that was our first radio show of many if you want to hear the radio broadcast as meant to be aired with music included uh, do tune in to North Arts FM you can download an app or go straight on the website um, our next show will be on the 26th yeah 26th of September that's Wednesday at 8pm till 10 and we've got some really good stuff lined up again all we can tease is it
1: will feature some form of alien mmm mm.
0: Pretty cool one at Da-na-na-na-na-na. that. And I miss you.
1: And I need <laughs> you.
0: If you have any feedback for us, do drop us a message at Hollowdale Media on Twitter. Uh, hmm. Should we set up a stream bucket Twitter? Yeah, probably should. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll work on that. Um, until then, do check out North Arts FM. Do follow us on Twitter, Hollowdale Media, um, and we'll have announcements there. Yeah, cheers guys Right, uh, have a good one We'll see you next time Tally home
1: That was Screen Bucket With
3: Adam and Rob You've learned about
0: movies Now remember your job There was TV and games And other stuff too And now that we've shared it We've finished with you